This is Inside Purple and Gold. Welcome back to Inside Purple and Gold. I'm Dane Mizutani alongside Tom Schreier. Vikings travel to play the Bears in Week 18. They will be playing a game that does technically mean something still because the Vikings can get the number two seed. Um, If they win and the 49ers lose to the Cardinals this weekend, as me and Tom kind of talked about on Sunday, the Vikings can still jump up to number two. Um, Obviously, the positives of that would be if the Vikings win in wildcard weekend and the 49ers win on wildcard weekend, if the Vikings are the number two seed, they would host the 49ers. That being said, Tom, like I don't think you can bank on the fact that the 49ers are going to lose to the Cardinals. I also think about injuries to the main one, Brian O'Neill. I know Austin Slot- Schlotman is, is lost for the season. Brian O'Neill got placed on on IR yesterday, essentially ending his too. Um, when, you, when you hear someone say, when you hear Coach Kevin O'Connell say significant calf injury, um, and you just think about calf injuries you've seen across sports, um, I look at Carl Anthony Towns. He's been out for mm-hmm. five weeks now with a calf injury. Um, there's a little more explosion, I think, that, that comes with playing basketball than playing in the trenches. But if the Vikings are willing to put Brian O'Neill on IR Tuesday afternoon, I think it's a serious enough injury where they're saying we probably won't have him um, for the foreseeable future, perhaps for the entirety of the playoff run. The injuries are concerning to me, which is why I am concerned that they're playing starters on Sunday. Yeah. Kevin O'Connell said they would they would play mostly starters or hinted at the fact that they're going to treat this like a regular game because I get it. Like you can still get the two seed. If, if you win and, and San Francisco loses, you can get the two seed. I get the idea of establishing some momentum after getting just walloped by the Green Bay Packers. I understand all of that, and I still – have a lot of concerns about starters playing on that playing surface in Chicago at soldier field, watching what happened when you were on a questionable playing surface at Lambeau. And as we all know, soldier fields worse. Um, that's where I'm at. I don't know where you're at, but uh, yeah, starters this weekend seems a little iffy to me. My, I mean, my mind actually, unfortunately goes first to like, how is it that these conditions exist? You True. know, like, like there's been a lot of debate about should the Vikings have used, I think it's like seven stud cleats instead of five stud cleats. Um, it's ridiculous that like this was reasonably a high level topic that had to be discussed in the post game and has been discussed since um, throughout the week. Uh, and we saw it, I mean, even in like Washington and this, you know, it's not middle of the winter when they, when they played there, there's just certain fields that, and, and, Green Bay was bad. Like Chicago is usually worse, significantly yeah. worse. We think yeah. about that mud game or like even the Monday night game last year. There's a lot that went wrong with that game. I'm not going to say it was a disaster of game <laughs> just because of the uh, field condition, but it was weird. See, I'm, again, I'm not like a botanist, but I think the grass was dead. Like that's why it was brown in the middle of the field. Right. right. And like, you know, I, I don't know how a billion dollar league uh, allows that um having said that the, that's the condition they'll play and we, we saw them just play green bay i you know both of us our reaction as we discussed it out um on monday was how how do you play the starters at all i understand it's it's kind of a football mindset right they they think in a vacuum it, it's literally like that you can get the two seed you're better off like you're more likely to beat san francisco at home uh and therefore we're gonna play to win um 
I don't. I do worry about what this could do to the team. Like you mentioned, the calf injury with Brian O'Neill. Like that's completely devastating. It's hard to go from a center, granted a backup one, to a guard. Right, <laughs> the center mm-hmm. position. You think of what would happen if Cousins, who's taking big hits, Jefferson, who's taking big hits, any of these Hawkinson, even. You know what I mean? Like what that would do to your playoff odds. And so, um, yeah, I don't. Having said that, I think there's part of the mentality that you have to maintain this mindset of like you win the next week, right? Unless it literally does not matter. Um, and so I, I guess at this point, knowing what we know and the decisions that they've made, I'm monitoring when do you pull guys because that actually matters too. I don't, you could argue, I understand you're going to the fourth quarter and it's a rivalry game and it's hard to tell cousins, hey, we're putting in Mullins, but like you could argue it pulled cousins immediately in the fourth correct he yep. should not have gone out for the second series i don't understand that and nor should jefferson and and again it's not just like uh, i mean it's primarily about them and their health but also there is some value in i mean it's not the circumstance you want but like in a game that suddenly doesn't matter right the, the packers had won pretty handily um seeing what you have in osborne um a jalen naylor even Mullins, if you have to, even if it's a situation like Washington where Cousins had to go out temporarily, yeah. Knowing all that before the play, I mean, I know that's secondary, but it's it's there is some value in it. Um, and I just, yeah, it's it's, I can't, I don't know if the NFL aligned it the way they did because these are all kind of flex. They they knew San Francisco would play in a in a West Coast time slot, right? So it'd be three o'clock here. Um, I don't know if they they put the Chicago game at noon because they wanted to create stakes, right? Just for red zone and people who have Sunday ticket and you know what yeah. I mean? Or, or if it's literally like, I think the other argument is like how many people outside of Minnesota and Chicago and really outside of Minnesota care about the outcome of this yeah. game. Um, but, uh, but either way, I understand with stakes, you know, as, as we discussed it, I was like, I really don't think you should play the starters. Having said that, I understand why they are given how, football people think and i think at the end of the day this now comes what's the leash at what point do you go up high enough or down high enough or down far enough that like you just go yeah let's preserve what we have and focus on the the first round matchup yeah watching what detroit did to chicago last week you would hope that the but at no point have this season have the vikings showed that they can just blow a team out Mm -hmm. but watching what detroit did to the bears last week knowing that the bears have a chance at the number one overall pick if they lose and Houston somehow wins, mm-hmm. it shouldn't take very long for you to jump far enough ahead where as Kevin O'Connell, you can say, okay, starters did their job. We're going to win this game. Let's get them the heck out of there. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't. It probably won't. It, it, it probably will be, won't be something where the Vikings just railroad the bears through the first quarter and a half. And, and you can just throw in the backups for mop up duty you would hope that that's what you see this weekend on Sunday, especially if you're playing your starters. But as we've discussed time and time again, like they haven't shown that ability this year. Maybe that's another wrinkle to this. Maybe that's another reason you want to play starters. I think me and Tom made the point when we recorded over the weekend um, after that green Bay blowout, like you're not going to learn anything about the Vikings this weekend because if they win, it's like, well, that's Mm -hmm. what you're supposed to do. If they lose, it's like, well, shit, we learned actually something in the opposite direction, Mm -hmm. but maybe there's something to feeling confident. Maybe there's something to your last time stepping on a football field, not being just destroyed by your biggest rival. Maybe that's a a small reason, 
to, to play the starters. I get it. Stakes matter too. And to your point, if the Vikings beat the bears, everyone's going to be tuned into the, the Niners Cardinals game, you know, in the afternoon slot and three o'clock slot cheering for the Cardinals cheering for David Blau. So yeah, I get old friend. an old friend, David Blau. Maybe that's why they, <laughs> Kevin O'Connell's playing 4d chess yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and letting the Cardinals hinting the Cardinals, Hey, take David Blau off the practice squad. So you can knock for the 49ers off, you know, and, and in the final week of the regular season. No, I kid, but I get all of that. And I still, I, I still can't get behind it. Like I, I can't, like, I also think that as a 12 and four football team that should go over to 13 and four this week and reach that 13 win total that me and Tom predicted three months ago, I think your backup should be able to compete with a team that is actively going to be trying to lose this weekend. The bears are not going to be trying to win the football game because they have the opportunity to get the number one overall pick. If they don't, I, it's hard not to think of parallels between the two seasons. They're so different, right? You're talking about like this offensive coach who's young, who's brought a new culture. And and even though they don't put teams away at their best, the, the Vikings are really exciting. They make For exciting sure. plays. They're creative in their play calling when, again, at their best when they're not yep. in the walls. And, um, Having said that, like I was thinking about this, and I guess I'm kind of comparing both the Green Bay and Chicago games from last year. As I was walking in Lambeau, it's a because it's an old stadium, like you have to walk like a long catwalk essentially above the concession stands in the new extension, right? So you have the original stadium and they built around it to extend, mm-hmm. expand it. Um, I was walking through the catwalk and it was so loud, the go pack go, and kind of this. And I was, I was like, absent context, this actually doesn't feel that different from, from the game last year, right? <laughs> yeah. And you roll from that and you think of how the sequencing of last year went this Rams team, which actually, you know, think of how this would affect O'Connell. That Rams team was actually like pretty bad in November. And, you know, think of like the trajectory they went on. Mm -hmm. The Rams essentially eliminated the Vikings, but the Packers like put the final nail in the coffin. Yep. And then and then you had this meaningless Chicago game where Zimmer played the starters, didn't get Justin Jefferson the record, and also won the game, which did not help Minnesota's draft stock, right? Which I guess, what does he care? He kind of knew he was gone. But um, but I think it's it's a very different circumstance given how many wins the, the Vikings have had. Um, but, like, you can't have your worst-case scenario here. Like, you can't play the starters, have someone get injured, lose the game. You know what I mean? Like, Chicago needs that number one pick. Yeah. And... Um, and, you know, I don't know. I, I understand, like, kind of saying the same thing. Like, it's, pro- it's probably going to be short leash for the starters or whatever. But if any, if there's any time that it's actually a necessity, right? In some ways, it almost felt like a, a vanity thing where it's like, hey, could you just put someone out of their misery just to show you can do it to entertain fans to, like, beef up your point differential so you're not sitting at, like, minus 19 with a 12-point record or whatever. But, like this actually becomes a function of the game, right? It's, it's go out and do your job because I do think the mentality matters going to like think of like the, the Packers or whatever, the Vikings in the Packers locker room after both losses the last two years, Mm -hmm. two years ago, it was Zimmer losing it and questioning a reporter's job security. And, you know, like basically just two birds to the fans or whatever. And, you know, Patrick Peterson trying to defend Zimmer and, Conklin, who was probably like, I'm out of here, out of here, right? <laughs> you know, like being like, why do I have to talk to you guys? You know, it's kind of this, yeah. this day, you know, and granted, we couldn't go in the lo- in the actual locker room because of COVID two years ago, but like, 
last year it was more measured. It's like, this is what we did wrong. The, you know what I mean? It was, it was more like almost analytical. The players yeah. were upset about the result, but it wasn't this like complete catastrophe where, where the, the sky is falling. Yeah. And I think I do, I do think the, sh- again, Zimmer fired and, and they went through the search and stuff pretty immediately, but like the mentality around the team was terrible after that, uh, the Chicago win ironically, right? It was, it was, why didn't Jeff- Jefferson get the record? Why did they play the starters? Why, you know, this, this, mm-hmm. this. And uh, um, I do think you have to make a final impression if you're going to play the starters, right? If, if you just see this game, it's different. But like, if you're, you have to make a final impression. And the best impression you can make is we took care of business right away. We got the backups in there. We got out of there unscathed. Yep. And we'll do this again against you know, the giants again, unless David Paul beats the Niners, which I'm assuming is going to happen. So we're going to do it against, against the giants and actually give people a reason to think you can have a different outcome, right. Instead of making it a one score game, instead of tempting fate. Right. Um, and literally kind of, uh, you know, regression would literally suggest just cause you did it once. If you, if you make it a one score game, you might be on the wrong side, give people a reason to believe like you'll just go beat a team that you're superior to, even though Dable's a good coach and all that. So this is one of the first times instead of a vanity player or whatever with, blow out a team it's it's literally a necessity saying like that's actually an outcome you kind of need given the circumstances of this game for sure there is it's it, it's weird that we have so much to talk about with this game considering <laughs> the vikings won the north three weeks ago um, the bears are a team like we've said time and time again that will be trying to lose yet we have a lot of there's a lot of talking points involved in this game coming up Sunday at noon in Chicago. Uh, We'll touch more on that when we come back.